I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You're listening to Bumps Along the Way, a new podcast hosted by me that explores all roads to pregnancy and parenthood. As my husband and I fell into months and months of trying, I realized women don't often talk about this part, the trying to conceive part, which is meant to be the fun part, but I found harder, longer, and lonelier than I expected. I hope this podcast falls into the ears of those who need it, because as I've learned, when it comes to getting our bubs, there can be many bumps along the way. Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of my podcast, Bumps Along the Way. For a lot of us out there, trying to conceive can be really hard. It's not what it looks like in the movies. It's not as simple as first comes the job, then comes the wedding, then comes the baby in the golden carriage. And it's certainly not what they taught us in school. Here are a few stats I've read that can help us normalize all this. 20 to 30% of couples fall pregnant naturally in the first three months of trying. Six to 12 months is the average time it takes to fall pregnant. And one in four pregnancies ends in miscarriage. They think it might even be as many as one in three. But as you go into your late 20s and early 30s, like I am, it can feel like everyone around you is falling pregnant and having babies. Social media makes it look so easy. You never really hear the true story behind what it took to get there. And as someone who hasn't fallen pregnant easily or successfully carried a pregnancy, it can make you feel really, really alone. The goal of this podcast is just to help one woman feel less alone than I have whilst trying to conceive. Before I dive into the details, I thought I'd spend a few minutes introducing myself and the story so far. So my name's Anna Christie. I'm 31. I come from Sydney, Australia. I had a happy childhood under the sun with my friends and family. I'm one of three sisters, and I'm extremely lucky to still have one grandparent alive, Papa, who is an absolute icon. Something that's a bit less regular about me is that I now live in the Netherlands. I met my duchy husband, Vout, back in 2018, both living in Sydney, and we moved to Amsterdam together in 2020. 
just around the time that that pesky little thing called COVID took over the world. So moving overseas with my partner has been a massive adjustment in itself, and that's really something I underestimated. I've had some incredible highs. We've been really fortunate to be able to travel. I've made a bunch of new friends. I've been adopted by a gorgeous Dutch family. We bought our first house together. We got a little Labradoodle. Her name is Lukia, which is a Dutch name. But I've also suffered some serious downs. The homesickness can be really debilitating. I have had to let go of all of my creature comforts and adopt new ones. I've had to embrace Dutch culture. People who live in the Netherlands will get that one. And Dutch weather, which is again a nod for the Dutchies. And honestly, the time zone difference between the Netherlands and Australia genuinely sucks. So it's been a roller coaster, but at the end of the day, no matter how hard it gets, my husband and I keep choosing each other. And I believe that there's something really special in that. So I do feel really lucky. And that brings me to now. My husband and I, around two years ago in the summer of 2021, decided that we wanted to start trying for a baby. We were pretty naive about it. We were just having fun, not taking it too seriously. And then in around October, we got engaged. I basically said that for various reasons, I didn't want to be pregnant at our wedding. And I think for a lot of women, that's a really valid choice. I don't believe in bringing a baby into the world before you're ready, especially as you as a woman need to carry that baby, have the pregnancy and all that goes with it. So I pushed back for a few months and we had a pause. However, I was pretty much ovulating on our wedding. I knew this because I started paying attention to the blue dots in my cycle tracking app for the first time and we got straight to it. That was 10 months ago now. And I have to make something really clear here. I'm really aware that, you know, six to 12 months of consistent trying is the average. I know that where I'm at is still deemed medically normal or average. And I really don't want people to think that this podcast is me trying to have a pity party like I think this is an exceptionally long time. Because I know there are women out there who have had it much, much harder than I do. Maybe it's already been a year or two years or three. Maybe you're suffering from recurrent miscarriage or multiple rounds of IVF or medical interventions. So I don't want anybody out there thinking that I'm here to complain about my 10-month journey. Sometimes I'll refer to two years because that's how long it's been in our life for, but I would say it's been a consistent 10 months. So the reason that I'm doing this podcast is because there's just so much I didn't realize. What I have learned over the last two years is nothing that I knew before we started trying. I genuinely don't feel like many people talk about this part the trying to conceive part. And I've learned as well that there are so many bumps along the way. The first thing that I really didn't know was about the two-week wait. This could be the longest two weeks of your life. After you ovulate, you've got two weeks until you can pee on that stick and test if you're pregnant. In that two weeks, during those two weeks, I didn't know, could I drink? Could I do intensive sports? Could I go in the sauna? I've been thinking about getting a tattoo lately. I don't know if I could do any of these things. So it's really a period of anticipation and hesitation and doubt and a lot of anxiety. You're very hopeful because you you hope that, of course, you have fallen pregnant. And then when you learn it hasn't worked, you do feel really sad. 
You get defeated month after month. It's a mini grief. If you're not talking to anyone about it, your friends, family, or colleagues don't know what you're going through, then you're isolating yourself and going through it on your own. I made that mistake. I kept putting on a brave face, pushing happy content to Instagram, sending really upbeat WhatsApp messages to everyone, and nobody knew what I was really going through. The reason I was so lonely definitely falls on me because I just didn't talk about it. The two-week wait was the first bump that I encountered. And the biggest was definitely our miscarriage. In January of this year, we got the happy news that we'd been waiting for, the positive pregnancy test results. We were over the moon. I surprised Vart when he got home from work by putting a letter in the mailbox addressed to him. In the Netherlands, people often send baby name announcements. They're very small cards. So initially, when he opened up the card, he thought it was a regular baby announcement. However, there was a message from me inside, you're going to be a papa. I printed a photo of the positive test. I took a screenshot of this little um, graphic saying that your baby is the size of a poppy seed. And I saw the moment where it all clicked. His world became complete and we immediately started planning. We started planning how would we tell our families and close friends. We started planning what life would look like in September when I was due. We thought that was such a lovely time of year because it's the end of summer here. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. I started doing gender prediction tests. It was a girl. And I was really confident. You know, your rational brain knows there is a chance of miscarriage in early pregnancy, but I genuinely didn't believe that that would happen to me. I just felt so confident in this tiny little being that was burrowing its way into my body. And I just felt like, you know, we've got this. And so then I was about five and a half weeks in, still really early days. And actually I was walking to the hairdresser when I just felt whoosh. And I think you don't know what to do or how to react. When you have a spontaneous miscarriage, you're going about your day-to-day. -day. You're in the middle of your life. I was going to the hairdresser. I think I went into shock and I just walked in and I sat down and she said, hi, you know, welcome. You're here for your appointment. I said, yeah, yeah. And I sat and I had my hair cut. And looking back, oh my God, I should have turned around and walked home. But as I said, it just was complete and utter shock. The events that followed are really hard to go into, and I will go into them during this podcast. However, I want this to be a positive message. I want to share what I've learned because I do believe there's growth that comes from pain. And what I learned is really important. When you have an very early stage miscarriage, it's really not your fault. There is nothing that you could have done differently. It's simply that it wasn't a healthy pregnancy and your body has decided to terminate that pregnancy because you or your baby could have been at risk. It's really important information. It doesn't remove the emotion from it. It doesn't remove the grief, the devastation, the loss 
um, the loss of idea of becoming a mother, um, the loss of your symptoms, be them tidy teeny that you have so early. Um, but it did help me rationalize what happened, knowing that it was not my fault. The number one thing that also helped me get through it was talking about it, talking to my sisters, to my mom, to my friends, to my dad, talking to people who have been through experiences like miscarriage, friends that knew the darkness that I was in and somehow could manage to make me laugh. And I realized something then in that moment, which was that we as women, we need to share. We need to share experiences. We need to not be going through this ourselves and just wondering, is what I'm going through normal? Is what I'm feeling normal? Instead of wondering, I want to share. Let's share what we're doing. Let's share what we're thinking. I believe women are strongest when we're sharing. And that is why I'm starting this podcast. But every month that you want a positive pregnancy test and you don't get one, that's another month too long. To me, it doesn't matter where you are in this. You might be right at the beginning, just thinking along with your partner. Should we try for a baby? Is now the right time? How do we make that decision? Maybe you're two or three months in and starting to ask questions. Maybe you're a bit further and feeling frustrated. Or maybe you're like me and you're getting to the point where it's starting to feel really long and you're struggling. No matter which stage you're in, there will be something in this podcast for you. So what can you expect? I'm going to get busy interviewing a whole range of really inspiring and informative guests. They range from GPs and midwives and fertility nurses to people who specialize in complementary therapies like acupuncture, Chinese medicine, and energy healing. I speak with friends and people in my network who have really inspirational stories around trying to conceive. And I promise as well to be raw and open with my own experiences. I will be bringing you along the road with me and my journey. And I hope that whatever I'm going through can resonate with some of you out there as well. I've basically recorded the podcast that I wish I had two years ago when my husband and I started trying. And I really hope it falls into the ears of anyone who needs it. Because as I've learned, when it comes to getting our bubs, there can be many bumps along the way. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.